Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and a very special guest. I have been friends with this professional since she got out of college. She now works for one of my favorite MI companies. Well, who am I kidding? All the MI companies are my favorite <laughs> MI company, but she is with ArchMI. She is the one, the only Michelle Mendez Tarpley. Michelle, welcome <laughs> hello, hello. to TLOP. Thank you for having me. This is so nice to be able to be here. Yeah, this is so <laughs> exciting. Literally, I met you. You had to have been like fresh out of college. Yep. And one of your first gigs was working for one of the bigger players in the Orlando market at the time, Florida insurance specialist, but you were a marketing rep. I am, yes. I am. Oh, you you am. I was thinking you were, but you're like, <laughs> no, nah, I still do that. Well, I think it, it's a, anytime you're talking about, you know, selling something, you're always marketing yourself. So I've always, you know, branded myself as a marketing specialist just because you are marketing yourself. You are constantly, you know, marketing that product. And so, yeah, I. So I'm you, you are nerd. a mark. So to me, I'm like, no, she's now my MI rep, right? She yeah. is Michelle Tarpley, Michelle Mendez Tarpley <laughs> with Arch MI. I like, am you're your with MI Chad, rep. Yes. you're with Teresa, you're with Cleves, like <laughs> you're with my people. Like, yeah. you know, shout out to my people there. Um, and you're one of them now, or I'd say you're one of us. But when I met you, yeah, you were a marketing rep for an insurance agency and a large, nor not national, but they were a large Florida-based insurance agency, the number one independent insurance broker in the state of Florida. Absolutely. You then parlayed that experience into the title industry where you are a title rep yep. until ArchMI came a call in and they're like, hey girl, look <laughs> our way. And you had done a great job of promoting yourself and working on your personal brand because you were very active in the Mortgage Bankers Association. Yes. And when you start becoming active in associations like this, like yes, mortgage bankers and MI companies are gonna look your direction. And you're like mad talented. And what I love about you're mad talented, but you're also fresh in your career. You're fresh in your thoughts. Uh, and, and your drive is through the roof. Um, if you'll let me, I'm going to brag on you. Like, Oh, you're too kind. Like, no, no, I'm going to brag on you right now. That wasn't me bragging on you. That was me just like promoting you a little bit. No, what I want to brag on you is um, you're an immigrant to the U.S. I am, right? yep. You were how old when your mom, you and your brother came to the U.S.? I was 12. So at you were 12. Age of 12, yeah. Yep. So 12 years old, you moved from Venezuela Venezuela to Orlando, Florida. Yep. Yep. And you spoke how much English? Um, I would say none. None. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I came in here and uh, I um I needed to know where the bathroom was. Those were my first things just to make sure I communicated. But other than that, no English. Yeah. Yeah. And an incredible story when you when you get to know Michelle and talk to her on a personal level. Unfortunately, we don't have time to do all of this, but it's one of the, the qualities about you that honestly I found the most endearing and the most attractive that you don't necessarily put out there. But you and I over lunch one day, we just got to chatting about how we grew up and everything else. And you, know, you talk about immigrating, not knowing the language. And then when you learn the language, you're learning the language and speaking with a very thick accent. And like you're the type of person who just you never take no as an answer and good enough never is for you. And you tell me the story about, and you still carry it, carry around, but you carried around like a little notebook. Yep. And any word that you heard that you didn't either know what it meant or you felt like you weren't saying properly, you would write it down, fi figure out what it meant, and you would figure out how to say it with with Correctly. more of a uh, U.S. American accent versus a South American accent or any other accent. Yeah. Yeah, do you know still today, like, that's a quality about you? I'm like, yeah, you don't teach that. Like, you don't teach that type of drive. You're either born with it or or not, and you have that, which is really cool. Now, today, you and I are going to be talking about OpenAI, a.k.a. ChatGPT, a.k.a. the reason why John Coleman's not on this uh, episode and you are is because 
you know this stuff. You use this stuff because you're not afraid of change because you embrace technology and you've been going around the country teaching realtors and lenders how they can be leveraging this new technology new tech. for their benefit. All right, so I'm super stoked and excited to have have you on. I only owe one shout out. And by the way, it's like the day after Christmas. This is like happy Boxing Day, y'all. English holiday, Boxing Day, also celebrated in Canada. The way it was described to me, Boxing Day was the day that you went around and saw your family. Christmas was for like your immediate family. Boxing Day, at least in England, was the day that you went around and saw your extended family. But I think it also had something to do with like the day you boxed things up. Which is why it's called oh. Boxing Day. So it's not boxing like we're going to fight each other. It's boxing like. It's like, yeah, boxing <laughs> boxing things up. Anyhow, so today is Boxing Day, the day that this is being released. But no, I told this guy, Neil. Neil is with a Kia dealership in Pensacola, Florida. Nice. I told Neil I'd give him a shout out. Hi, Neil. Because just a few days ago, I was shopping for a car for my soon-to-be 16-year-old. That's not nice. a nice car. Like the best thing 10 grand can buy me, that's what I'm looking <laughs> for. And I, ideally, it would have been the best thing 6 grand can find me. But post-COVID... Finding a safe, suitable vehicle for six grand for a 16-year-old, I couldn't do it. So I had to bump my uh, my price to 10. And I didn't buy from Neil. Neil works for a dealership that family friends of ours own, the Lee family. So it's Kia Autosport in Pensacola. Because of Facebook, by the way, Ooh, nice. because of Facebook, I am attached to uh, a childhood friend of mine, right? Yeah. I haven't seen her or talked to her in years, but we're connected on Facebook. I happen to be on every type of like car gurus, auto trader website. And as I'm on that, I keep on, I see her post. I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't I reach out to Jessica and see if they have any cars on their lot that I can buy from them? I'll pay for shipping because Pensacola to Orlando is like seven hours. Long story short, Jessica puts me in contact with Neil. Neil bent over backwards for me. Absolutely like took great care of me. Didn't have a car for me, but he still took great care of me. So I told Neil, hey, by the way, I don't know if I'm going to make it up to Pensacola to thank you in person, but I do have this podcast. I'll give you a shout out. So if you're ever looking for like a new car, a new Kia, you're in the Pensacola, Florida area, give my boy Neil a call. Neil's your guy. Neil's your guy. All right. So today, Today. you and I are going to jump into OpenAI, a.k.a. ChatGPT. Well, you discussed, you know, about adaptability. Yes. And, um, you know, that's kind of what OpenAI has been for me. So as soon as, you know, I came into the country, I had to make sure that I had to adapt into this new environment, you know, new tools, new new ways of communicating, you know, with one another. Um, so when I jumped into, you know, learning about ChatGPT, you know, earlier this year, because it was, ChatGPT is only a year old, believe it or not. It feels like it's been here for a while, but it's only a year old. And you have to just jump with two feet and just adapt. So that's kind of what I started doing, you know, adapting to that this new thing, this new shiny, you know, software that could give us all this information. What kind of things can I play with it and, and toy around with? And we've had several episodes where either John and I bring it up in like conversation, or I've even gone as far as having Pavan, who founded Angel AI, um, on as a guest. And what he's doing is like high level, like geeky programmer, Coding. like, you know, like tech billionaire type stuff. Okay. Whereas today I wanted to have you on, cause let's talk about the user, yes. like that stay at home mom, that realtor, that mortgage loan originator, like these are ways that real people, people like Michelle, are using this technology to cut the learning curve, to cut the sales cycle, to um, take something that's an an idea that maybe I'll get around to, to it's an idea that within 30 seconds, I'm already halfway through implementing 
which if I'm halfway, it's a lot easier for me to take something home than it was for me to get something started. Exactly. Right. It's a lot easier for me to keep the fire going mm -hmm. than it was to actually light the damn thing. That's right. And I, I want to pick your brain and we're just going to kind of go down a quick, like a quick hit. Like you go around the country and you're teaching hour long classes with presentations and slides. We have like 30 minutes. Right. Okay. So <laughs> very high level. Now, if it goes well, here's what I'll do. Maybe I'll have you come back on and maybe I can have you do an hour long presentation for the TLOP community, Absolutely. right? So those people who are members of our website, you're a TLOPer, you go to TLOPonline.com, you pay your subscription fees and you get all of our coaching, all of our training, all of our webinars, et cetera. You know, maybe we can have Michelle come back and start doing some things for us. But in the interim, let's at least give some decent, tangible tie, tie downs and takeaways for the audience. I'm going to start with real estate agents because yes. we have realtors who tune into the show. We also have our largest client base, loan officers, their, their clients are realtors. What are you teaching realtors right now that they can do if they just leverage this technology? Absolutely. So when you're first starting out, you know, with ChatGPT, the first thing you, um, you know, want to first do is enhancing your communication skills. So let's say you're shooting emails back and forth and you're having this, you know, deal going out. So the first thing that I would say is you just try it out with your normal tone of voice. Write an email in your tone of voice, then plug it into ChatGPT and see how ChatGPT can kind of enhance that persona. So that's the first thing, just to kind of get eased into, you know, what ChatGPT can offer. Okay, so that's a beginner, beginner step one. Beginner, beginner, just open ChatGPT for the first time. This is kind of how you would first get in, included or integrated. In now, if I just too. copied and pasted an email that I wrote, would, would ChatGPT know, know what to do with it? Or would I have to say, ChatGPT, here's an email I wrote, please enhance it right <laughs> would that work similar i mean okay so along the lines of that yeah but, but so, i have to tell it what to do absolutely okay the, the best way of using ChatGPT is to be using that that best prompt so that perfect prompt so it's going to be you know i want you to act as blank so i want you to act as you know a top producing real estate agent i will provide you with blank so i will provide you with this email that i just wrote and you will provide me with blank so you will provide me with a very well crafted email that i can send to my client about xyz and this is like my target Point. Okay, so here's what I'm hearing. I'm the CEO of my business, and maybe I may be the CEO of one, but ChatGPT could be my personal assistant. It could be my marketing director. Yep. ChatGPT can play multiple roles within my organization, but my marketing director isn't going to just go out and start doing a bunch of work without first consulting with the CEO. Exactly. So yeah. I have to be the CEO. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like this. Okay. And those prompts to me, that's a spot in this podcast, whether you're listening or you're watching us on YouTube, you may want to take notes Absolutely, because that's a hack. If we title this something about AI hacks mm -hmm. that actually work, I think the hack is understanding the three things you just said. So I'm going to have you repeat it. Absolutely. A best practice. The best practice when you're starting with ChatGPT is the perfect prompt. So it's going to be, I, uh, I will, I, I want you to act as. I want you to act as. Blank. Insert, insert here. Yes. Okay. So write this down. I want you to act as. The top. My girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Watch this. Okay. I okay. want you to act as my girlfriend. Okay. Okay. Um, and then what's the second prompt? So I will provide you with blank. I will provide you with what I plan to buy her for Christmas. Great prompt. Absolutely. So far. Uh, and you will provide me with blank how much all that cost. Yep. So just like that, just like that. if I was, if I was a dude or a chick who had a girlfriend, which I'm not, I'm a dude, 
but I don't have a girlfriend. I have <laughs> a have wife. A wife yeah. And we agreed no Christmas presents. Okay. Uh, we tend to do that. We buy ourselves whatever we want uh, when <laughs> we want. And we don't, we don't wait for any particular holiday to do so. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's, you have to have those prompts. You, it's kind of like when I learned the mortgage business, when it came to turning in files, they said shit in, shit out. I'll use more polite terms, but it may be like, you know, if you give the machine chat GPT, also known as open AI garbage, and you expect it to then spit out masterpiece. No, right. You know, instruct it to give you the masterpiece, but you'd be amazed at what it can give. So one more time for people who are slow at home, what are those three prompts? So I want you to act as blank. I will provide you with blank you will provide me with blank. So basically what this does is it starts, uh, it, it gives ChatGPT um, the chance of creating that persona internally. So it's researching on the back end how to best act as that one point of contact that you told it. If you're giving it information, so for that second prompt, you can actually add PDFs, you can add you know, data segments and different things like that that ChatGPT can then digest and then spit back out to you. And then the last thing is that that target you know, prompt. So what do you want it to act as? And so by giving it the structure, it's easier for ChatGPT to give you better responses and better um, data points that you can then spiderweb out. Okay, so th this is when you give your presentation, you start with teaching the audience. The first place you can utilize ChatGPT and OpenAI is in crafting well-written emails those engagement emails that you know you're not just getting something in your in, in inbox and then deleting it something that's going to be engaging something that's going to make people click on it that's kind of the first takeaway that i give the second I, takeaway oh, go ahead um is going to be you know the personas so when you're talking about you know creating a sales funnel and creating all these things first you have to understand what your goals are when it comes to you know either social media or your personal brand um and so you know creating that persona a lot of people maybe don't have that in their back pocket that it's easy accessible to say oh this is my brand persona this is who i am this is how i reach my target audience so use ChatGPT and leverage ChatGPT to create that for you so you could say hey my name is so and so this is what i do this is the territory that i cover these are my products or my services create a persona for me wait a minute so i can say my name is Gretchen Miller. I'm mm -hmm. a financial advisor in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yep, yep. My ideal client is dual income, newly married. No kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can do all this. Yes, you can do all of that. And then I can ask it, you talk about a persona. Does it I don't know what a persona is. Can I can I ask it to do what with that then? Like create me a marketing plan a marketing pitch a marketing se. pitch a marketing pitch so from that marketing pitch you know i'll start enhancing all of those different elements that you said it starts researching in that you said oklahoma very cool oklahoma so i'll start researching you know that target audience in oklahoma what financial advisors do in that area and then what dual income no kids clients really want in a financial planner so i'll pull all that data on the backside, and then i'll give you a 30 second elevator pitch and if 30 seconds is too long you can say okay make it 10 seconds make it a reel on Instagram that I can then do a script on and then use a video to then engage my audience. So you can take that one little prompt and then digest it in such a way that it hits multiple places at once. So it kind of starts in that area and then you can kind of start spider webbing out into different types of marketing and just, uh, campaigns or YouTube channels, podcasts, you know, different ways of taking that one brand persona or that brand um, you know, takeaway to then bring it into other segments. Okay, my mind is blown. Oh, like it, it's, it, it always is it, it <laughs> when it goes to this is. stuff. And yeah. I mean, and you know this better than most solely because you've adopted. 
right? You you've adapted and, oh, and adopted, right? Like you, <laughs> you you decided a year ago when this came out, hey, look, I'm not going to be behind the eight ball. I'm actually gonna be ahead of the curve. And then what people don't know about you, but I do is something that Michelle's done fun to fan. She does better than most is she you network better than most. And because <laughs> you network, you have more friends, you know more people, and then you found the people who are like you and you all share your findings. You share what's working. You share some some sites, some tactics, some plugins. Oh, yeah. And what I want to do right now is I want to demystify everything. Like my sole goal, you're not going to figure out everything AI can do for you in the next 10, 15 minutes. Right. The goal is to demystify it. The goal is so that you're like, wait a minute, I too can do this. Absolutely. Right? Like all I need to do is go to chat GPT, create a username and password mm -hmm. and start playing. And where we can start is with crafting emails. I use that to craft emails. Like it's great. I'm not a big chat GPT person. I'm trying to, and I've dabbled a little bit, which makes me better than anyone who's never even been on it. Right. right. But I'm nowhere close to as good as you are, or maybe our friend Tim Davis is. But what I love is because you're willing to dabble, you're now able to teach. If you're able to teach, you have that many eyeballs looking at you as the subject matter expert. All of a sudden, Michelle, someone I want to get to know. At a minimum, if I'm in sales, loan officers and realtors, I want to learn this. I want to utilize it. Yes, it'll make your business easier, but it may even give you something to teach. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gosh, there's so many different angles we can take this. I need to be very but. cognizant of your time and my time and everything that, that we're looking to do. I'm trying to go with, because you're teaching classes to realtors. You're teaching classes right. to to lenders. Loan officers. Loan officers, yeah. yep. And heck, Michelle even showed me, it's a true story, and we did this in less than 45 seconds. We booked a trip from Orlando. I mean, I mean, we did it on ChatGPT. We didn't actually book make it. But Orlando to, to New York City. Where it, we we told it we did not want to drive more than five hours per day. We didn't. We told it that we wanted to stay at nothing but Marriott properties. We like Marriott. And we wanted to visit a brewery in every city we stopped. Every stop, yep. It gave us a seven-day itinerary where we were going to be able to drive Orlando to New York City, never driving more than five hours, stopping in a, in a new city every time that would allow us to stay in a Marriott and go to a brewery. Yeah. And, and it took us 45 seconds. So that was like... That's for that 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 mom or dad who stays home. Like, it's that easy. And to me, I look at it as a fire starter. Hey, this is starting the fire. This is lighting the flame. Then it's our job as the human. Mm -hmm. To implement. Yeah, we, we, have, we, we have the emotion. We have the empathy and the sympathy. We then can implement, yes, but I'm even thinking like work within it. That's why I look at ChatGPT and OpenAI as my marketing director, my personal assistant, maybe even my uh, director of finance, if I can prompt it appropriately, if I can ask the right questions, and if I can learn to do what you showed me, the description for today's episode was written by ChatGPT. The title was written by ChatGPT. <laughs> when Michelle and I wrote the description, it was way too freaking long. I was like, damn it, I'm going to have to like edit this now. Michelle's like, no, you're not. What'd you tell me to do? <laughs> just uh, write it in seven sentences. Yeah, literally, we <laughs> told ChatGPT to take what it wrote because I didn't give specific enough directions and say, cut this down to seven sentences. And it did. 
And it did. And, and we it can had, do that. And it can do other things. It could do taking, you know, 50 sheet PDFs and then saying, you know, what are 10 takeaways from this 50 page PDF? Please share the story with, with the audience. I know the story. <laughs> I will shut up. But please, y'all, this is, these are things, these are real tangible things that you can start doing right now. You yep. don't need to take a course. You don't need to wait for Michelle's webinar. You literally can start doing this right now. It's as easy as using the internet. Yeah, it's very, very easy. Okay. So hack number two, I would say, you know, it can digest a lot of big data points and a lot of, you know, PDFs. So you take a PDF, let's say your boss says, hey, read this PDF, you know, and by the end of, you know, this week, I want you to give me X, Y, Z. So you can take that PDF, plug it into ChatGPT, it's a 50-page PDF. ChatGPT will take five seconds to analyze it, see what's going on with it, and it'll give you 10 key takeaways. From those 10, 10 uh, key takeaways, key takeaways, you could then go in and say, okay, from those 10, now create three or four, you know, questions that I can ask about this specific PDF. So it'll analyze that PDF, it'll give the key uh, target points that you need to know, and then it'll give you some questions on it. On top of that, you know, 2024 is coming up, so we have a, a nice uh, reading list. So if you have different types of, you know, book recommendations and things like that, you don't necessarily have to read the book before you understand if it's good or bad. So you can say, hey, ChatGPT, this is the book title, this is the author, what are 10 key takeaways from this book? Oh my goodness. And it'll Total give cheat it to code. you. Total cheat code. And I'll say, hey, do I want to read this book? Do I not want to read this book? It gives you kind of like a movie preview to see if you are interested in reading it or not. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to your PDF because yeah. this is how I'm envisioning. Someone drops some kind of an annual report on my desk. Right, and it's 20, 30 pages long. Long with a lot and of numbers. They give it to me on a on a Monday, and we're here. We have a meeting at 9 a.m. on a Friday, and it's Thursday at 4 p.m. And I'm like, holy crap, that thing's been sitting on my desk all week, or sitting in my inbox all week. I've done nothing with it. I have dinner tonight with my in-laws. I have to do X with my daughter, and then get up early in the morning to to go do my workout. When am I going to have the time? Yeah. Look. Not condoning this behavior, but I'm sure as heck not uh, not saying don't, don't do this. But you're telling us that you I could have uploaded that document into ChatGPT, and I literally could have said, "Chat, please read this document. Give me five bullet points and three follow up questions, and it would basically give me the five bullet points after on on what the document covered." as well as allow me to have three questions I could ask in the meeting to make me not look or seem like a total dum-dum who forgot to read it, and I was in the know. Yep, and you maximize your time. So again, ChatGPT is not gonna replace us. It's just gonna create more time for the things that we love. I love that. Say that again. <laughs> so ChatGPT is not going to replace us. It's just going to uh, create more time for the things that we love. Yeah. When you think ChatGPT, I want you to think open AI. I want you to think all artificial intelligence and chatbots because you know, ChatGPT is like the most popular one. It's like us saying Google, but Google is not the only search engine. In fact, exactly. what's interesting is you're telling me Google <laughs> is like not happy with open Google AI. Is coming, yes. And Google's like, ChatGPT, you better watch out. I'm coming for you. <laughs> And then chat GPT is like, bring it on. One of them is going to be MySpace. One of those is going to be Facebook. <laughs> exactly. We're only going to, it's only, it's going to take time only to figure that out. Like, what, out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. The, Yahoo's still around. We still have Bing, but Google dominates the space. Mm -hmm. There's still some people who use uh, Bing, some people who use Yahoo, and some people are starting to do DuckDuckGo. Well, yeah, because, you know, Bing was the one that invested into Microsoft. 
uh, into ChatGPT at first. So they were the first ones to say, okay, Bing is now going to go up against Google. And so, you know, you would always say Google this, Google that, but we've never said Bing this. And so now we're starting to see a lot of people go into more Bing because of the ChatGPT option. And so now that's where Google started getting, okay, we have to kind of get into the race again. And so I'm interested to see how that new software comes out and um, teach more things on it. Well, that's always an outcome chat GPT. People are like, well, you know, you know, it's not updated. Meaning like, I think the date is up to somewhere around September, 2021. Okay. September, 2021. In the beginning, it was like September, 2019. Mm -hmm. So now it's pulling data all the way up until September, 2021. Now, if you're one of the fortunate people, you've been able to actually pay 20 bucks a month to have the chat GPT version that's tied into the internet. Yep. Uh, whereas like Bing has chat GPT. Is that what's tied into the internet was with Bing? Mm -hmm. yep. So you can only imagine how much greater the responses would be if it's actually tied into the internet because the internet has real time information. Yeah. Whereas right now the free version of chat GPT is going to pull something from September of 2021. By the way, that trip that I planned, it, it still looked pretty awesome. It was, it still got me more than two thirds of the way completed with my task, which by the way, a task, I would have never done that on my own because I would have <laughs> never taken the time to do all that research. Chat at least knocked out the, the, the heavy lifting, even if I wasn't tied into the internet. So I wanted to bring that up because there's some naysayers out there. Yeah, you know, there's always those negative Nellies. Well, you know, you know what? Here's what I do know. I know this is coming. I know I have two choices, embrace it or become obsolete. I'm going to choose to embrace it. And what we're trying to do is encourage you all to do just that. Like y'all too should be embracing this. Absolutely. So let's, um, I, I want to hear the story of your boss's boss <laughs> and, and you don't have to use names and, and it can be very high level. Let's do but it. Get the story of your boss's boss. Cause this is going to be encouragement. Oh yeah. Right. And then where it's going to like shotgun, um, rapid fire out. Tools. Hacks, tips, tools, tricks. Then we're going to find a way to wrap this up. Let's do it. All right. So real quick, share with the audience because yes. these are all things that we can do. Michelle's a normal person. She may have high Very drive, normal. but she is a normal <laughs> person, right? UCF grad, 80 pie, like, but, Very normal. but she's younger in her life. She's younger in her career, right? She has maybe a little bit more spark and spunk than many of us have, have left or even <laughs> ever had, but she's as normal as normal comes. And if she's doing this, the encouragement is so can you. Anyone can do it. Yeah, but she has a year on all of us. In a year in a technology world, you might as well be 12 years. So you're like a decade ahead of Ooh. most of us because most of us haven't even started. It's like tech years, like dog years. Correct. Yeah, tech years are 100% dog years. So um, so share the story about your boss's Absolutely. boss with us. Yeah, so I will share the story. So I had my boss's boss, um, very, very amazing lady. She is awesome. She's um, well-educated. She's written, written a lot of articles. And so I, you know, she was coming to meet me here in Florida for a couple of days. And I said, you know, hey, chat, um, so-and-so is meeting me. I said the name, right? Um, it's connected to the internet. And I said, what are the top... 10 articles that they've written and give me follow-up questions that I can chat with her so that, you know, we can keep a conversation going about the mortgage industry. So your, your boss's boss is flying in from another state to Orlando, Florida to meet you for the first time. To meet you, you know, not the first time, but yeah. Yeah. And spend a couple of days with you. Yes. Like do some ride-alongs with you. Ride-alongs yes. right next to me in the car, seeing how I drive. Yeah, everything, right? How clean is your car? What type of car do you <laughs> yes. drive, et cetera? Like imagine yeah. how nervous many of y'all would be. Right. And Michelle's like, wait a minute, my friend Chat. I love how you call it Chat. Hey, Chat. Hey, Chat. I thought you said Chad, <laughs> but no, you're like, hey, Chat. Um, we could call like, him Chad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 
Hey, chat. My boss, comma, insert name, because your boss is a published author and she's been been quoted in articles and written her own articles. So yes. you're like, give me Very the top. women empowerment. A lot of fun stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, give me the top 10 articles. Give me a summary and give me three questions. Oh, she was mind blown. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. And, because and, it, it linked every single article back into that question. And then it was able to really spider web into, you know, all of these little data information that only someone that was just studying this person would know. And so it was really interesting to see, you know, how we could tie that back into some of the things that we were doing when we, we were doing the ride along. Um, very impressed. And um, I'm really excited because it kind of builds that relationship more. So technology is not give, getting away from relationships. It helps on building them. Is she well, going to be today years old when she tunes in to oh, hear that story? She's going to definitely be hearing it. So, Valerie, if you're out there. Oh, this is the first hello, time. Hello. Did, did I just blow up your spot? <laughs> oh, okay. I gave away Michelle's secrets. Um, we love Valerie and she was coming to meet me in Stewart and um, Stewart is a funny, funny town. And so, you know, I was like, you know, what can I do to kind of make Valerie, you know, a little bit more excited coming into a small town like Stewart um, to be able to do some of the stuff that we're doing. And um, I gave it that prompt and you'd be surprised about all the data points, you know, all the conferences, women empowerment events. There's so many different things that the Internet already has on our social blueprint that it's easy to pull, you know, someone that you want to impress and kind of give those data points. Wait, wait, now my mind is blown because I was just cool with the story when you're like, hey, look, this lady's going to come. I want to make sure that I'm up to speed on the article she's written. I want to have two or three really good questions to ask her to show her, hey, look, I care. Like I've gone above and beyond. I've read your articles. I'm doing right. my research. Yes, yeah. I've done my research. But then you went to chat and you're like, hey, I'm also in a new city and this is the person I'm, I'm with. This is what she's into. And did chat then give you like recommendations on like what to do with her outside of the work? Yes, because I gave it a location. So because I said Stuart, Florida, it started giving me like beach recommendations and things like that. And I won't, you know, take Valerie to the beach per se any, yeah. anytime soon. But it's cool that it gave us the options of giving us those recommendations based on the location that I gave it because of the prompt. Okay. So um, realtors, lenders, uh, shock and approach, right? Across the board, what are things that they should be doing right now? Because look, when we say chat GPT, there's plugins. There so, plugins. so there's plugins. Uh, when we say AI, a lot of realtors and lenders are using Canva right now. Well, Canva yeah. has now its own AI. It does. Canva so, AI stuff. Yeah. So there's AI within Canva and I'm learning. I thought we were going to crank this out in 30 minutes. We're going to go above 30, but we're still, <laughs> this could be a two or four hour workshop, yes. right? If we had enough people in the room and enough time and enough sponsorship to make it <laughs> worth our while. We literally could do this and and, and we can't. It's okay. Today's episode is all about encouragement. Right. It's demystifying. It's kind of like making it known that you can be an unknown, can you can it. be a dummy, and you still can embrace this technology. So what are some of the things that we didn't touch on that you want to make one sure that the, people knew? Yeah, one of the things, you know, um, ChatGPT now has DALL-E. So basically- Spell that for me. D-A-L-L-E. Okay. And it's the version two. And so basically with this, you know, if you're a real estate agent and you want to hire, you know, a graphic designer or a marketing team, um, look for ChatGPT, which is a little bit more of an affordable option if you do the, you know, the paid version. And basically you say, hey, Chad, chat, um, I want you to give me a flyer with this information. You know, it talks about, you know, open house, broker open, whatever kind of uh, event you're having. And ChatGPT will actually create this flyer for you and give you the link on Canva for you to then edit. So it does a lot more than just, you know, type out video scripts and typing down, you know, uh, marketing campaigns. It can also give you tangible marketing assets like flyers, business logos, 
uh, marketing campaigns. It can give you, you know, cover sheets for your podcast or for your YouTube channel. Um, it can do a lot of really fun stuff tangibly so that you can, you know, plug in your prompt and it gives it to you right away. And if you don't like what you see, you can always say, please make yes. that sunnier. Please make that funnier. Make please. it more, you know, user friendly for my audience. Yes. So knowing your target audience is key when it comes to the prompt as well. Yeah. And you can prompt ChatGPT to do just about anything. Just about anything. Right now it's getting smarter and smarter the more the more that we feed it. So yeah. So Dolly is one of the plugins. Do you Dolly's have other plugins that, that you teach? Yes. So Beautiful AI is a really great plugin. And so that one's going to create really great presentations. So if you have, you know, a key topic that you want to discuss and you need a quick presentation, you know, five to 10 slides, you can, uh, you know, put on Beautiful AI, you know, I need this type of presentation and I'll actually create it for you with content that's pulling from ChatGPT. Could I then say also include these logos? Like for example, yeah. I give presentations. I'm gonna give a presentation for ArchMI. Mm -hmm. And let's say ArchMI is a sponsor, TLOP Online is a sponsor, and we have, I don't know, a mortgage, a mortgage company is a sponsor. Could I go to Beautiful AI and say, please write me a presentation based on X, Y, and Z. My audience is this and include the sponsors logos. The sponsors are and name the three sponsors. Well, you would have to upload the the logos to the prompt, but yes, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Cuz yeah, so cuz sometimes, you know, if you just tell it the logo, it might pull different logos from different states. And so you want to be a little careful with that when it comes to Okay, the so that yeah. one's beautiful AI. Beautiful AI. What else are we missing? The next one is a really fun one. Um it's called Synthesia. So S Oh, spell that one. Yes. <laughs> S Y N T H E S I A I O. Uh, so Synthesia IO, and that one's going to be you can upload a picture of yourself, feed it a script that you've already you know used ChatGPT for, and it will actually create the video for you. So it will make that image talk as if you were conducting the video. No way. So if you are one of those people that hate video, you just cannot deal with it. <laughs> try this plugin because it's actually really good when it comes to you know plugging in the script and it actually creates that video for you. Will it do so in my voice? Um, if you feed it enough information, I'm sure it can. Yeah. Wow. Or can I pick the voice? You like, can pick hey, the voice, yes. Like, I want to sound like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I'm sure there's an option for that, yeah. Okay, and that one's called? That one's called Synthesia.io. Okay, Synthesia, is it .io? .io. Mm -hmm. Okay, Synthesia.io. Yep. Um, so that's upload an image with a script. Preferably, I use ChatGPT yeah. to help me with the script. Mm -hmm. And then it'll create a video. And then is it a link? Like, what do I do with the video? So you can download it. You can download the video and then you can just plug it either on your social media, email, you know, marketing campaigns or different things like that. Wow. It is really cool. It's like a, I call it like a little marketing agency in one. It's like a Swiss knife. You can really do a lot of different things with it as long as you know which plugins to use. So the Canva account I'm already using has an, I, an AI plugin mm -hmm. or an AI enhancement. Yes. Okay. With, there's Synthesia. There's Beautiful. Beautiful AI. Beautiful AI. And then there's Jaspera. Ooh. And so Jaspera is going to be a lot of web content. So if you're looking for specific, um, you know, research articles to back a point that you're wanting to make, uh, Jaspera kind of helps you with that. So it's a little bit better Spell than Spell Jaspera for me. Jaspera is going to be J-A-S-P-E-R-A. Jaspera. Mm -hmm. So All it's right. great for creating, um, when you're having like a creative block, you can plug in that subject and Jaspera will kind of help you guide you along the ways to create that content. Yeah, and for our loan officers, like we had Pavan on, that's the purpose of his AI, Angel mm -hmm. AI right now. It's all loan scenarios. It's all underwriting guidelines. So his his AI is one in which loan officers can lean into to help pre-approve, pre-qual, underwrite files. Um, and it knows the guidelines. It can read the prompts, et cetera. 
know, too, that I like that nice. we've been using a lot and I need to give credit where credit is due. I'm pulling this from Mark Holmes on our team. And there's a loan officer who uh, works for me directly. His name is Mike Irish. So shout out to Mike yes. Irish. But Mike. Um, Mark loves Opus.pro. So when you see some of the reels that that we're doing, we're taking content that was recorded one, two, three years ago. Sometimes the content is a clip from me training 40 loan officers in a training room, but then Mark's using opus.pro and creating reels with it. And then Mike Irish, Mike, so cool y'all. Mike will get on his Zoom, he'll speak to the camera, he'll, he'll talk about, you name it. Let's say he's talking to a home buyer about the five steps to becoming a, a homeowner. Mm -hmm. So Mike's just talking and he's in his free um, flow type, you know. Uh, Creative juices are yeah, flowing. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, he's just speaking, right? He's not, he's not inflected, he's not impacted, it's not um, too robotic, okay. he's just free flow. And okay. Mike's talking, but then Mike takes that, that uh, video, getmunch.com, G-E-T-Munch, M-U-N-C-H.com. He utilizes Get Munch. Get Munch will then take that three to five minute video and chop it up into three to five different one minute long reels or stories, things he can use on his social media. Nice. So how cool is that? Because sometimes like, look, we're not paid actors or trained oh, yeah. actors or anchor men and anchor women that are reading off a teleprompter. No, like we are at our best when we are just caught in our natural environment. The problem is in your natural environment, that's hard to then create a reel out of or a story out of. Mike's like, no, I speak to the camera. I talk to them as if I'm in my natural environment. And then I go to get munch and then get munch uses that, that information with their data and their software to create the assets I need. So my Amazing. two were opus.pro and getmunch.com. Was there anything else on your list that we were potentially missing out on? You know, there's so many different types of plugins that I can go into. I'd love to, you know, if anyone is interested, I can send you guys, you know, over some prompts, you know, that a lot of the prompts are very much uh, detailed and they're niche forward. So if, if anyone, you know, is interested in those, I can definitely send them our way, but those are my, my top five. What's an example of, of the prompt? So in, uh, basically anytime you're creating an asset that you want to build up on, so when it comes to, you know, making that marketing campaign, okay, what is a marketing campaign? So you can start asking it, you know, what your target audience is, you know, you, you give it that specific prompt and it's all in copy, it's copy and paste. So once you copy the prompt and you fill in all those, you know, different key segments, it gives you that in a very short amount of time. Yeah, because what you've learned is the technology is only as good as, is only as, good as the human Correct. that's asking for its advice. And that's what it does. It gives you advice. It gives you feedback based on your query but if you said, what's the weather like? It's and just going to give you it, two, two uh, numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but if you said, what's the weather like in Tucson, Arizona in December? Yeah. It's going to get very granular with its answer. Very so specific. It's, yeah, so if I can get good with my prompts, then I will receive better data back from the machine. Exactly. Wow. Michelle, you and I could literally go on and we on really and could. on. But we can't. You have places. You have to be. I have places. I have to be. Um, I kind of dropped this on her, by the way. Michelle's been going around <laughs> Central Florida teaching these classes, and I keep on missing them. And luckily, we're friends. And she's like, hey, look, during the holidays when things slow down, I can swing by your office, and I can kind of bring you up to speed. I'm like, I would love that. And then she comes in. I'm like, hey, how about we just do a podcast episode? She's like, sure, why not? Let's do it. Luckily, I didn't have to worry. You're always dressed to impress. So you were ready for the camera. Thanks to you. Uh, Michelle, if people want to get a hold of you, 
Yeah. What's the best way for someone to reach out to Michelle with ArchMI? Yeah, so the best way is going to be my LinkedIn. So, you know, Michelle Mendez on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also available on Instagram. So market.with.michelle on Instagram. Market.with.michelle. Market.with.michelle. Oh, market dot with dot michelle yep and as soon as you uh plug in market with michelle even if you add spaces i'll pop up i'll be the one to pop up yeah. awesome she so is cool. the one the only michelle mendez <laughs> tarpley you've been tarpley for a year now i have yeah one year down yes, yes congrats yes, on yes. that thank you thank uh, you with arch mi loan officers you know how i feel about our mi partnerships like this right here Absolutely. today is because of those partnerships and how much value they bring to us as well as to our clients my name is Dustin. My last name is Owen. If you want to connect with me, because maybe you tuned in for the first time because you're friends with Michelle. <laughs> cool. Hit me up on LinkedIn. That's probably the best way. The second best way is on Instagram at the loan officer podcast. And if you are a loan officer and you're looking to make changes in your, in your career, you're looking to make changes in how you approach this business. You're tired of the results you've been achieving and you want better. We are giving away better. We are giving away better results. All you have to do is join our community. You can find out more information about joining our community at tloponline.com. Um, at a minimum, sign up for our free newsletter. But that is all the time we have for you today. So she's Michelle. I'm Dio. That's all the time we have for you today. But we do look forward to you, you tuning in for the next episode. Peace. Thanks.